The new year is coming and it's time to set your health and fitness goals for 2023. Maybe you started your journey this past year, or maybe you're looking to make 2023 the year you get the results you've always dreamed of. And if you are, I want to help you. I've been a health and fitness coach for almost a decade now. I've helped thousands of people off and online get in the shape of their life and drop the kilos they've been wanting to shed for years. I've helped people transform their bodies, their health, and their minds. And most importantly, I've shown them how they can maintain this on a long-term basis. As your coach, I take care of everything within your health and fitness journey, your training, your nutrition, your cardio, supplementation, etc. But I also look at your journey from a holistic perspective and address your stress, your sleep, your mindset, and ensure you have everything you need to achieve your results. If you're ready to make this the year you get the results you truly want, fill in the application form in the description below. It'll only take you two minutes and I'll be in touch for us to book in a call so we can plan out your journey and put some clear goals in place. If you have any questions about the coaching, feel free to email me or DM me on Instagram, which is at Elliot Hassoon. I'm excited to hear from you and excited to help you transform your body, health, and mind in 2023. We are officially in 2023, and hopefully by now you've been able to set some goals for the coming year. If you haven't, don't worry, you've got plenty of time to do so. But if you have or you haven't, this episode is gonna be very helpful today. I want to go through how you're not going to give up on your New Year's goal this year because if so many of us have had the experience of setting a goal but not following through on it, even if it was something that was super important to us, something that we really wanted to achieve. So today I want to go through ways in which will help you not give up on your goals this coming year. So number one is to go in with the mindset that you're actually going to achieve your goal this year and ignore anyone who tells you anything different. Whenever you tell someone I want to do X, Y, or Z this year, quite often there is responses, ah, we'll see how long that lasts. We'll see where you're standing as of March or even February. People can be quite negative when it comes to New Year's resolutions. And of course, you know, they can be a little bit cliche. You can have the typical things that we say every year, but at the same time, that's not going to help us move forward. And it's interesting that if you set a goal at a different time of the year, most people won't respond in that manner. It's simply because it's New Year's and it has a bit of a connotation attached to it. So I want you to do your best to try and rid yourself of anything that would suggest that you're not going to succeed this year. And it all comes down to just having that mindset. And like I said, avoid anyone who is telling you anything different. Elliot, right now, I am telling you that you can achieve your goal this year, whether you've set it today on the 1st or 2nd of January, or whenever you set it. The most important thing is that you have the belief and you're going to back it up with action and persistence. Number two, don't set too many resolutions. You might want to achieve a bunch of things and it's amazing to be ambitious. But at the same time, if there's something that has eluded you for many years, or something that's actually going to require quite a lot of you, it's probably not best to set five or 10 resolutions or even two or three. Really, really put it down to just one or two key things. I would even potentially suggest just going for one and focusing on that in the early stages of this year. I don't know how long this goal is going to take you, but perhaps you really set a hyper focus on this for the first six months of the year. And then perhaps a little bit later on where you're further down the road on that goal or if you even achieve that goal, then you can look at something else. But I think overwhelming yourself with too many things or spreading yourself too thin usually leads us to not giving enough to either one of those things. Number three is to not be vague. I want to lose weight. I want to be financially stable. I want to improve my relationships and friendships. These are not great goals. The intentions are amazing, but the execution is not amazing. If the goal is weight loss, how much weight do you want to lose? And within what time frame? 
is that time frame realistic? And if you think it is, why is it realistic? And finally, how are you going to do this? If the goal is financial stability, what's the definition of that to you in numbers? How are you going to earn enough money? How are you going to save more? What actions are you going to take to earn and save more? It's super important that you're specific and that you answer the key questions to ensure that your goal is something that's genuinely feasible. A great goal for weight loss would be something like this. I want to lose six kilos in two months and this time frame is realistic because I'm currently 60 kilos and I spoke to a coach in the past or I listened to the Simply Fit podcast and I know that losing 1% of my body weight per week is realistic. I'm going to do this by reaching out to a coach, getting guidance on my training, my nutrition, my sleep and my hydration. When I hear this, I believe this person is going to have some form of success. When I hear that I want to lose weight and I don't have a plan, I'm not filled with any confidence whatsoever. Be specific and your goals will be much more realistic and achievable. Number four is to set goals in four to six week blocks or whatever is exciting for you. Quite often the goals that we set are quite bigger picture, losing weight, financial stability, improving our relationships. These could take years and if I know anything about humans, it's harder for us to stay motivated when our goals are so far away. So I think it's a great idea to break things down into much smaller chunks so you can see your progress and I find that four to six week time block a very good one to work towards. It's long enough so that you can see some progress, especially if we speak in health and fitness terms, but it's also short enough that it actually feels like you are proactively getting closer and closer. Four to six weeks isn't too long at all. So whatever feels exciting to you, whether it's four to six weeks, six to 12, nine to 15, whatever it might be, set some smaller goals based on your bigger goal that work within that time frame, and keep renewing and resetting those goals every time you reach it. Number five, have a long-term mindset. So this is kind of falls hand in hand with the last point I just made, as when we want to achieve something significant, it usually takes some time. And there's been a big shift in the people who come and work with me now, is that they're not just thinking about getting to their goal in six to 12 weeks. Even if they've got a holiday or a wedding or something like that coming up, they're thinking of the bigger picture in the long-term. And I mentioned in my reflections of 2022 episode that I think about the people who started with me at the very beginning of 2021 and are still with me today and the progress that they've made has been unbelievable because they came in not with the mindset that this was going to take two months three months or four they came in with the mindset of I'm not sure how long it's going to take but I'm willing to commit and give my all for however long it needs to take because the most important thing to me is not how long it takes but me getting there in a sustainable way that also allows me to stay there so going in with this mindset can be so helpful. And even if you make mistakes along the way, they don't feel so damaging because you know that you're on a journey that's going to take time and you're on a journey that's actually going to lead you to something amazing. So the time frame becomes a little less important because you know that ultimately at the end of this, you're going to get to the place that you want to be. Number six is to prepare and plan. This is a really important step. Please spend more than five or 10 minutes thinking about what you want to achieve. Go through those questions that I asked you earlier and really think about, is this the year that I'm actually going to achieve this? Does my lifestyle lend to this? Don't overthink things because I think we can go into the opposite direction of this and spending too much time thinking about it and kind of thinking of all the things and reasons why we shouldn't, but give it some thought. Really map out and plan where you want to be, how you want to get there, what you're going to do when obstacles come up, what you're going to do 
when you're six months into the journey, nine months into the journey, for example. You don't have to have all the answers, but starting to get the wheels turning and starting to think about that can be incredibly, incredibly helpful to setting you up for long-term success. Number seven and the final one for you today is do not quit the first hurdle and be prepared to readjust if things aren't working. It's great to go in with a plan and having done plenty of preparation, but that can't prepare you for everything that you're going to experience on your journey. That's just the nature of life. Things will come up, things will change, obstacles will come your way. And even with the best plan and best preparation, I think you might have noticed by now that each point afterwards I'm doing a contradictory point, but at the same time, we don't know what's going to happen. So what we've got to make sure that we do is equip ourselves. And if something doesn't go our way, or if we do end up with hurdles in the early stages or even latter stages of our journey, we have to be prepared to overcome them, to persist through them, to not be worried if something gets in the way because of ultimately we know we are sticking with this on a long-term basis and the outcome of this commitment is you achieving your goals and if you've set your mindset correctly in the first point then you should be able to do this it doesn't matter how many hurdles and obstacles come in your way you need to be prepared to overcome them and to potentially readjust you might have not put the perfect plan in place or maybe you did have the perfect plan in place but your life has just taken a little bit of a turn that you didn't expect but at the same time you've got to stay true to the goal and stay willing to go through these challenges because of ultimately any journey or any commitment we make in life comes with challenges. So we've got to be ready for them, ready to work through them and ready to achieve our goals no matter what. So I hope that helps team. I want you to succeed on your New Year's resolutions this year and I have full confidence and faith that you're going to. Take care and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.